0: How sweet it is to be loved by you. How sweet it is to be loved by you. I needed the shelter of someone's arm. There you were. What's going on, everybody? Another Alcatullo craft beer cast on AM nine seventy. The answer. I thought I'd open it up with a little James Taylor and how sweet it is to be loved by you. Why not? There's a story behind that. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, we got a great show for you tonight. No guests tonight. There's uh, so much news to get to that I wanted to go guestless this week and um, and for good reason. And you'll know why. Uh, as you listen to this hour. But first, how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter at Gatulo. That's G A T U L O. Instagram at Gatulo. That's uh, G A T U L O. Twitter at Al Gatulo. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beercast. Email at Albert G at NYC We're on iTunes as well. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You'll find the show on that platform. We're Alexa ready as well. Uh, the new Odyssey, uh, com. it's not radio.com anymore, so you have to update your player on that one. The Hopped Up Network, you can head over to the Hopped Up Network. Um, usually right after the show, the uh, podcast is posted. I like to get it up there right away in case people want to download it and listen to it uh, at their leisure. And there's a plethora of other podcasts that are on there as well that you definitely want to check out. So um, James Taylor, uh, I had tickets uh, to see James Taylor and Jackson Brown last summer. Uh, of course, canceled because of the pandemic. Or not canceled, I should say. Postponed. Big difference. A lot of shows were canceled. People got their money back. These shows were postponed. So it was postponed to July 2nd of this year. I thought, great. Fourth of July weekend. It's in Bethel Woods. Uh, our old neighbors have a house in uh, Livingston Manor. He said, why don't you come up? We'll, uh, you know, we'll stay the weekend. We'll go to the show, et cetera, et cetera. Great, 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 great. And we'll spend... Fourth of July weekend up there, even if we come home on Sunday and not Monday, whatever. So lo and behold, about a week ago, um, after I had purchased tickets to see Jeff Tate down in Red Bank in September, um, I get an alert that says, by the way, your show date has changed. And it's now from July 2nd. They moved it to uh, Saturday, August 21st, I think. So I'm like, all right, still the summer, still on a weekend. Good. I can do this. Um, you know, all excited, I send a message to my wife, to, my, my, to you know, my neighbor and his wife. And both my wife and my neighbor's wife are like, well, there's going to be mosquitoes. We don't want to go. It's going to be too warm. What are you talking about? In July, it's going to be warm, and there's mosquitoes. In August, it's going to be warm, and there's mosquitoes. little well, bug spray. Really? So my neighbor and I were talking about this over the weekend. Um, and we're hoping to convince them. We have until the end of the month to to effect a refund. But they're leaning more towards they don't want to go. And they're really not, the two of them are not playing anywhere else locally by me except Jones Beach and Camden. So I'm like, all right, if I'm going to drive hours, I might as well go to a venue that's beautiful. Bethel Woods is gorgeous for a concert. Beautiful. And, of course, my wife's complaining, I don't want to walk, you know, all that way. I'm like, Ugh. We were, going to have to, we were going to have to walk if it was in July. I don't know. So I'm hoping I get to see these two artists because I've never seen James Taylor. and I've heard great things about James Taylor, and I've never seen Jackson Brown. And Jackson Brown is kind of half and half. He doesn't like to play the hits. Um, you know, there's a lot of different, but I, I want to see both of these artists. So we'll see what happens here uh, if, we can, um, if we can go to this show or we're going to cancel. And if you know what? If we're going to cancel, then I may buy tickets for a different show and go on my own. Uh, You know, whatever. Um, So anyway, let's dive into some beer news here because there's there's plenty of beer news to get to. So 21st Amendment, which I've been to in San Francisco, which is located probably, I would say, I don't know, six or seven blocks uh, from um, where the San Francisco Giants plays at AT AT&T Park. I don't even know what the name of the parks are. They change change hands so often. But um, they are in the south of Market. They call it the Soma District. Uh, It's a mix of urban grit. Um, real beautiful sight lines at San Francisco Bay. So um, the 21st Amendment Brewery's beloved Second Street Brew Pub is there. And they have released, uh, it, it, coming up this month, I believe, uh, a national release of handcrafted seltzers. Uh, it's called Soma Hard Seltzer. It's 100 calories, 2 gar- uh, grams of carbs, 0 grams of sugar. And it clocks in at just under 5% ABV at 4.6%. So... Um, these, uh, the flavors here are going to be black cherry, guava, and passion fruit, and mango. Now, the, they're saying what the difference is between these seltzers and ones that others are making. Um, they've used natural fermentation of grain-based sugars and champagne yeast for the seltzers. Um, they brewed small batches to get the flavors correct for about six months. They are not made with neutral spirits and then diluted with water. Uh, they're saying that many hard seltzers made that way have a metallic and artificial taste. When you crack open a can of Soma Hard Seltzer, you can taste the hard work that's gone into each distinct flavor, says Sean O'Sullivan, the co-founder and brewmaster of 21st Amendment. It'll be available in six packs as well as 12-can variety packs in all 32 states where 21st Amendment distributes, which happens to be New Jersey and I believe New York as well. Uh, All you have to do is go to 21st-amendment.com for more information as to where you can find these Soma Hard Seltzers. Very cool there. Other Half Brewing, co-founders Andrew Berman, Matt Monahan, and Sam Richardson have announced the opening of Other Half at Domino Park, uh, which is the brewery's Williamsburg Tap Room and Production Facility at 34 River Street in one south first at the Domino uh, Sugar Redevelopment site. That took place last Sunday. Uh, This is uh, Other Half's Domino Park. Five-barrel Pilot Brewing System enables the team to focus on smaller batch and more experimental beers and styles that they have not brewed before, including seltzers and fruited beers, as well as classic other half beers brewed with new yeast strains and dry-hopping schedules. They're the seltzers are scheduled to be on tap starting this month. Ken seltzers will launch by the summertime. Uh, beers brewed at uh, Domino Park, available to go from the tap room via curbside pickup or neighborhood bike delivery. Limited on-site consumption in the tap room and seasonal patio seating is available in accordance, of course, with all COVID-19 restrictions. Other Half Domino Park also offers a curated selection of wine with a menu of craft cocktails, champagne, and small-batch spirits available uh, starting in the summer. Uh, so this is very cool. So um, there's, uh, there's food from neighboring restaurants. There's no food here, but you can get food from neighboring restaurants, including Meese, Odd Fellows Ice Cream Company, Roberta's Pizza, and Tacocina. So that's cool. Good for other half. Got to, I, There's a couple places in Brooklyn I really have to hit up. Other half is one of them. Uh, but Talaya Beer is open. Uh, there's a couple of different places that I'd like to try and get to uh, as the weather gets nicer and we can be outdoors uh, enjoying a beer. Um, and, you know, we'll see what happens. I'd like to get to a few of them. Uh, Sierra Nevada Brewing uh, has announced Summer Break Hazy IPA. This is a new low ABV beer, uh, perfect for the summertime. It's hitting the shelves uh, mid-month this month. And it is uh, a 4.6% ABV. Uh, It'll be available in draft, 12-ounce cans and six-packs, 12-packs and 24-packs. It is uh, debuting as Sierra Nevada Summer Seasonal. It is replacing Summerfest, which is a Czech-style Pilsner. So I'm a little sad that the Pilsner is going away, and they're coming out with a, a, a lighter, hazy IPA. Again, it's got an IBU of 30. Uh, and an ABV of 4.6. It's available uh, mid-month this month uh, through July. So uh, interesting to see. Uh, I would definitely like to check that out and see how um, see how it tastes. The hop concept, uh, which, of course, uh, was formed by uh, Tomei Arthur, which, of course, is the co-founder of The Lost Abbey, uh, Port Brewing, Tiny Bubbles, and, of course, they created the hop concept as well, um, which has only been around for six years. But um, Hop Concept has finally come out with a, their first hazy IPA. It's called Haze Pipe. Um, they were waiting, I guess, for the right crops of hops to be um, ready that they could produce this hazy IPA. So they, uh, as Tome says, he said, we've been thinking about this beer for quite some time now. I'm finally convinced we have the right combination of hops to produce this dream I have. For our first 10 years, we didn't filter any beer with this beer in mind. So that's interesting. So a Citra mosaic, Simcoe hops sourced from uh, the Pacific Northwest, and then um, they bring in Amarillo hops, uh, and then these indie hops. This this special um, hop breeding program uh, with the Strata. So they do all of these different things, and then a special blend of oats was added. Handpicked by the Brew Crew at the Hop Concept. Four packs of Haze Pipe. Available now at all three Lost Abbey Tasting Room locations. And online at shop.lostabbey.com. I I really can't wait to get back to San Diego. Because there are definitely places that I need to go to that I have not been to. um, And I really want to check them out uh, again. Because I had so much fun in Cardiff-by-the-Sea at the Lost Abbey. And then real quick before we break. Or actually, you know what? I'm going to save this. For after the break. And here's what I'm going to tease. So we have no guests on the program, but we've got a lot of stuff to get to in terms of news. So uh, Tavor, which if anybody's used um, their uh, their brewery service that gets beers delivered to the house, they've released the highest rated beer by each state. Um, The number two state happens to be New York. I will tell you what the number one state is. You'll be shocked by this, or maybe not, uh, when we come back after a short break. And I will tell you, the most popular beer out of New York that is shipped around the country, the most popular beer from New Jersey, we'll do Pennsylvania and Connecticut as well because they're in the uh, general location. But we will talk about that, the top-rated beers by state, as um, Tavor has done their research and who's getting what and where, uh, when we come back after a short break. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Doo doo Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer you can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo. Instagram at Gatulo, G A T U L L O, Facebook.com slash A G Craft We're on iTunes. Just do a search for A G Craft You can find the shows uh, on that platform. Alexa Ready as well, Odyssey.com, uh, iHeartRadio, and of course the Hopped Up Network. Just head over to the com. And you will find my show, along with a plethora of others, that you can listen to and download at your leisure. Uh, Walk away from Black Sabbath's Heaven and Hell album. Uh, By far, and I've talked about this before on the program, my favorite Black Sabbath album ever is Heaven and Hell. First album that Ronnie James Dio sang on. uh, Ozzy had gone off to do his solo career. Uh, This album came out in 1980. It is still a fabulous album fabulous album. In fact, my car doesn't have a CD player. I, my my old car, this was a CD that I would have in the car, and I could listen to this album from beginning to end. I mean, the opening notes of Neon Nights, then Children of the Sea, you got Lady Evil, Heaven and Hell, which is fantastic, the title track, uh, Wishing Well, Die Young, uh, which is another great song, and then you got Walk Away Here, and then Lonely is the Word. I mean, this is an album cover to cover you could listen to over and over and over again, and not... Get bored. Now, we have no guests on the program tonight, a lot of news uh, and notes to get to. Um, and also, in our next segment, going to be talking a little bit about uh, Melvino Meadery, uh, located in Union, New Jersey. And what an experience that I got, um, an education uh, that I got on Mead uh, last weekend. It's just unbelievable. And um, Sergio Mutella, who is the owner of Melvino, we're going to have him on the program very soon. Uh, I may I may actually go over to the meadery and do the interview because he's usually there uh, during the week, and I want to just I want to just sit down and talk with him. Maybe not so much, uh, you know, drinking mead while we're talking, but I'm sure inevitably we'll have a glass or two. Um, but just to learn about what he has done to take honey and turn it into these wonderful alcoholic products that are delicious, and people think mead sweet. Yes, yeah, some of this stuff is sweet, but it's not overtly sweet. But we'll get into that in our next segment on the program. But we got a lot of news and stuff to get to. Now, Five Boroughs Brewing, uh, coming out next month, they are uh, releasing their own hard seltzer. It's called Party Water. Um, and unlike the various hard seltzers on the market, according to them, Party Water is a product by New Yorkers for New Yorkers. Party Water almost brought to market last year, but the launch put on hold because of the pandemic. Uh, which is smart. I get it. They weren't sure if people were going to react to it, but hard cells seem to be the thing now. A lot of people are buying them. They want a low-calorie, low-carb alternative, and this seems to be it. Um, the team is gearing up to get party water on the shelves and at your parties this May. They're going to launch with four flavors, watermelon, lime, grapefruit, orange, raspberry, lemonade, and strawberry mojito, all five flavors, 5% alcohol, just 100 calories, 0 grams of sugar, naturally flavored, gluten-free. So there you go. Um, In fact, they're saying they're so committed to being there for you this summer, they created a party hotline to make sure you have all the support and guidance to make this summer's gathering safe and memorable. Now listen to this. In fact, consider party water, your partying responsibly concierge. The hotline can be reached via SMS text message. At 917-724-8956. That's 917-724-8956. Of course, standard messaging rates may apply from May through August. It'll give fans access to a handful of experts that will provide party tips, playlists, and more. You can follow Party Water on Instagram, at DrinkPartyWater, with the hashtag PartyResponsibly. Grab a sample or a six-pack at your favorite bodega or beer store. Uh, Learn more at DrinkPartyWater.com. All four flavors will also be available uh, at the Five Boroughs tap room, uh, Party Water will be available in New York to start. They plan to expand distribution to other markets soon. Again for more information, drinkpartywater.com. Gotta get back over to Five Boroughs. That's a great it's a great place to drink beer in Sunset Park. Uh not a lot around there and there's not a lot of parking, but it is a great place to sit uh, and have a beer, especially when they open up the uh the, the the storefront kind of the the doors and the windows and stuff and they open everything up and you get that fresh air in there. It's it's really kinda cool. Um our now, I mentioned this in the last segment, and I want to talk to you about it real quick. Top rated beers by state, Tavor came out with this uh, top rated beers by state. I'm not going to get into the into the whole thing and into the weeds, but 8.41 uh, percent of Tavor sales come from Alaskan breweries alone. Now, obviously, you know, not a lot of people can get beer from Alaska on a regular basis, so that makes that kind of makes sense. The number two state with breweries contributing. Uh, To a hefty 7.5% of sales is New York. And uh, Washington State is the number three spot breweries contribute to 7.45% of Tavor's sales. Behind them, Colorado, Oregon, and California make up the next largest contributors in that order. I just want to give you the beers locally in our area. In Massachusetts, uh, Greater Good Imperial Brewing Company is the big one, uh, Double Dry Hopped Pulp Daddy, which is an Imperial New England IPA at 8% ABV. Uh, In New Jersey, Source Brewing. Single silo series. The ultra cashmere is the most popular one. Uh, that is at an eight percent ABV. The imperial New England IPA in New York. It's Evil Twin Brewing's Fruited Goza at nine percent. Luxurious luxury volume three. And then in Pennsylvania, Levante Brewing Company. Uh, their dope doctrine of phonetic equivalence. It's a triple IPA at eleven point seven percent ABV. So there you have it. Uh, the uh, in the area the most popular beers and of course the top rated beers. Uh, by state, you can go over to AmericanCraftBeer.com for more information on that. Our friends over at Alosta Beer, they are now shipping their beer to Pennsylvania. Good news for these guys out of Covina, California. Uh, love them. Uh, Alosta does some great stuff. And um, they just received the state brand approval. Uh, keep your eyes peeled, as they say, in the coming weeks for regional info and we you'll be able to find Los Guerreros. That's their Mexican-style lager, which I've had, and it's very good. And I assume some of their other offerings will make their way to the Keystone State very, very soon. So kudos to the folks over at Alosta Beer. Uh, Taproom has expanded delivery from just New York to nearly the entire country. They're now shipping over 200 brands, including some of the most innovative beverages in the industry, to 32 states. Customers of the new Taproom U.S. site can expect a one- to five-day shipping, depending on delivery location, with a selection of over 200 brands shipped to 32 states. While shipping may be pricier than normal, Taproom is actively working on Uh, onboarding new partners to bring down the cost city by city. At the moment, free shipping is available for purchases over $150. So uh, very cool. So if you're buying beer from Taproom, I guess this is another equivalent to Tavor. Um, They have now expanded to 32 states. Very cool there. Uh, And, of course, although beer remains one of America's most popular alcoholic beverages, um, it has been losing market share to wine spirits and probably cannabis, over the last decade. In 2020, the average American drank nearly 26 gallons of beer, and while that is substantial, it's actually a little over three gallons less than in 2010. It's a 10-year average. Uh, To determine the states where people drink the most and least amounts of beer, 24-7 Wall Street took the annual beer shipment data per capita provided by the Brewing Industry Trade Publication, Beer Marketers, insights using beer shipments as a proxy for overall consumption. Rhode Island showed the biggest beer decline over the last decade, down just over 25%, followed by Nevada, Maryland, Delaware, and Louisiana. Uh, Beer consumption increased the most over the last decade in Utah, up 2.6%. That probably has to do with the fact that Utah, for a very long time, was only uh, selling beers that were under 5% alcohol. Now that bar has been raised, so obviously people are trying new things that they weren't able to get in Utah. And in Maine, up just 0.2%. New York and New Jersey have the 13th and 14th decrease in beer over the last 10 years respectively. Why is that? I don't know. I, I think I think maybe other spirits are involved. Wine and, you know, yeah, maybe pot has something to do with it. I, I, I don't know. And, and, you know, again, hard seltzer. Is hard seltzer counted in the beer category? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe in 10 years we'll see if that number has moved up or it has moved back down. Uh, the folks at Cape May Brewing, their Make Fast New England style IPA has been released. It's in the tasting room right now. It'll be um, through their distribution imprint, uh, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Delaware, uh, coming up Monday, April the 12th. It is a 7% ABV, uh, New England-style IPA, 40 IBUs. Uh, on this one, it is featuring Sabro and Kashmir. Uh, they they, they, uh, they equate this to basically drinking freshly pressed pineapple juice from a recently harvested coconut. Hmm, interesting. I may have to pick up a, a four-pack of that. And then finally, dropping next week at all sorts of amazing beer locations uh, in New Jersey and New York, Virtual Learning is Ross Brewing's 8.1% Double Dry Hop New England IPA. It's the first time that these guys have put out a hazy, juicy bomb. Uh, citra, laurel, and amarillo hops, flaked oats and wheat, and a nifty holographic foil can, the likes of which you've not seen before. I've, I, the, the can label is pretty cool, kind of a purple uh, and silver with jewels. Uh, on the on the can, just for the can alone, I want to pick myself up a can of this. Uh, virtual learning, so obviously the play on virtual teaching and stuff, the kids not being able to go back to school during the pandemic here. Again, like I said, it's a double dry hop New England IPA uh, clocking in at 8.1%. It'll be available uh, this coming week uh, in New York and New Jersey from our good friends at Ross Brewing. Now, when we come back after a short break, it's an education on mead along with some other news as well. This is the algatulo Craft Beercast on AM 970, The Answer. It's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk. That makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stashed behind your couch. And it's knowing I'm not shackled by forgotten words and bonds and the ink stains that are dried upon some line. And that keeps you in the back roads by the rivers of my memory. It keeps you ever gentle on my mind. The late, great Get- Glen Campbell back from 1967. Not- and of course, gentle on my mind. We're back here on the Al Cotullo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, no guest uh, this evening, uh, because uh, there has been so much news and so much stuff to get to, and we've got a plethora of it right here and some commentary from me as well. going to learn a little bit more about Mead in this segment and some other things as well. Let's dive right into it. Um, a story that had come across that I hadn't noticed before, but now did, and I want to bring it to you. So listen to this, and this is what, what aggravates me about people who can't follow the rules, especially during a pandemic, and then don't leave a tip. For a server. So, a restaurant server, actually a brew tender in Morristown, right? Uh, She's been given nearly $2,000 in donations. A customer apparently didn't leave a tip at this brewery and complained about the establishment's COVID 19 policy. So, the Glenbrook Brewery, which I had no idea opened in Morristown, opened in late February amidst the pandemic. So, now, of course, the state of New Jersey allows for 50% seating capacity. The restaurant uses other measures, including a QR code for digital menus to keep customers safe. The brewery also limits all seatings to 90 minutes or less. This happens all over Jersey, 90 minutes at a brewery. Restaurants, it's a little bit different. Maybe it's 90 minutes. Sometimes they let you stay a little bit longer. But for breweries, it's 90 minutes, right? They want to turn over the tables as quickly as possible so they can get as many customers as they can and so they can make money. So the creative director of Glenbrook Brewery, Darren Cregan, told uh, the Today Food Show... Uh, that on April 2nd, the server has been identified as Beth, approached the table of four. They've been seated about 80 minutes, said, look, your time is up. got to pay the bill. Um, and again, it's prominently posted in every brewery. They tell you this when you're making reservations, et cetera, et cetera. Table paid their bill, but didn't add a tip. And so this dunce writes on the tip, I'm sorry the server gets screwed on this. Don't kick paying customers out after 90 minutes. Now, I'm sorry, and and the customer was irritated as they departed. How dumb can you possibly be to not understand what the rules are? It's 90 minutes, and then you have to leave, okay? I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I have no sympathy for this person. I'm glad that people raise the money for this woman who's apparently going to use some of it. She's given some of it to some of the, uh, the beer tenders there. And I think the brewery is using uh, another portion of the money to order food locally from some of the local restaurants in Morristown, which is a great thing, right? This woman's a nurse who's working there. She's working the second job to put herself through a doctoral program. And then this idiot comes in with three of his friends. They spend $86. And don't put a, a, don't put a tip on top of it. You're a you shouldn't go out to restaurants. You shouldn't go to breweries. You should stay home until things are back to normal. I'm sorry. I got no sympathy for these people. Every time I go out to eat, I leave above and beyond a tip, at least 30 to 40%. These people are working their tails off. They have limited capacity. They're not making the money in the tips that they used to. They're only making barely minimum, like a couple of dollars an hour. So they're making their money based on tips, and you're a piece of garbage because you were annoyed that you had to leave after ninety minutes. I'm sorry, I got a big problem with it. I want to talk to. I want to go to this Glenbrook Brewery and and taste some of the beer and support these people because that is just absolutely wrong. I'm sorry, I got a big problem with it. And when it's people like that, you aggravate me and you really set me off. Sorry, I'm going to get off the soapbox now. Now, if you get your COVID vaccine next week up in Boston. You could get yourself a free beer. Apparently, starting Monday, Sam Adams is going to pay $7 for the first 10,000 people who post their vaccination sticker or a picture of their Band-Aid on social media. The money will be sent through Cash App, can be used at any bar or restaurant in the Boston area. Just remember to include a hashtag shot for Sam on Instagram or Twitter to be eligible. I don't know if this is nationwide. It may just be Boston only, but again... Shot for Sam. That's the hashtag on Instagram or on Twitter to be eligible for the first ten thousand people who show their a picture of their vaccination sticker or a picture of their Band-Aid on social media. They'll give you seven bucks towards a beer, which is very cool, good thing, uh, and good deal from Sam Adams, our good friends at Indeed Brewing Company, is uh, self-distributing in the Milwaukee and Madison Avenue uh, area, and now they have seen their Flavor Wave IPA and their Mexican Honey Light American Lager so popular. Uh, that they are going to be distributing their beer uh, to Quick Trip locations. I guess this is uh, different places in um, in Wisconsin uh, where you can get your beer. And apparently, their Juicy IPA is going to be packaged in 19.2 ounce cans, uh, and the Mexican Honey Light, uh, I guess, is in a. Uh, it's pro- I think it's in a 60. It might be in a 12 ounce can, uh, but it'll be distributed uh, throughout Wisconsin. Uh, at different, uh, you know, at different places in Wisconsin where you can get uh, this beer. So kudos to the folks from uh, Indeed. They are supposed to be sending me some samples of this beer. When they do, we will review it on a future Suds and Duds. So thanks for getting that information over to me and getting it out to you as well. Now, Melvino Meadery. I was there last week with my neighbor Greg. We got a little education in Mead from Sergio Mutella. He's the owner and mead maker. They're located in Union, New Jersey. They're right off of Vauxhall Road in Union. They're behind a strip mall. So you pull into the strip mall. There's a Staples there, some other stores. We get there. We park. You've arrived at your destination. We're looking around for a sign. There's a little bodega in there or whatever. Looking around. Can't find it. All of a sudden, some guy pops out and he says, you're looking for Melvino Meadery? We're like, yeah, follow me. We go through this door into the back of the building where there's some parking. I got tables and chairs set up. There are houses nearby. And here's this metery. It's like a speakeasy. It was awesome. We had such a great time. And what an education that we got here. Now, if you want to make reservations, Melvino, M-E-L-O-V-I-N-O dot com. Uh, you can make reservations there. Again, it's a 90-minute reservation. They do... Uh, draft mead pours. They have uh, some mead on draft. They also do samples. And you can do flight samplers, whether it's draft mead or bottled mead, which is fantastic. And a flight sample is 15 bucks for any four meads. They do a slushy mead pour. They can do cans of mead that are on draft. They'll pour it in a can like a uh, like a crowler. They'll seal up the 12 ounce can. You have to buy four. You can mix, though. Uh, You can do four. I think it's a four pack or a six pack. Right. Um, they have bottle sales to go, which I ended up buying a bottle. but let me tell you something of the education that I got on Mead. So uh, Sergio does this uh, Guinness style nitro that it tastes just like a nitro stout but without any malt in it. It was unbelievable. You could see the cascading of the of the stout, reminded me of a Guinness. If you put it in front of me and said that this was a mead this was a beer, I would have believed you. I cannot believe how delicious this was. It was fantastic. Uh, then, had, uh, then he does a toasted coconut version of it. It's called Non-Duality. Again, another deconstructed stout mead aged on toasted coconut. It's brewed just like a beer, but there's no malt in it. Instead, he uses honey. This is unbelievable. This guy is a magician. And again, I- I'm I'm, like, I'm blown away at, at how he can do these things. And then he did an IPA that I will review on Suds and Duds, that I'm telling you, a New England-style IPA, it has the smell of an IPA, it has the look of an IPA, it has the taste of an IPA. Yeah, you get a little bit of wine quality on the back of it, but if you told me that this was a beer when you handed it to me, I would have absolutely said, okay, you're right, it's a beer. This was phenomenal. This is a great place. I'm telling you, you have to go there. The fancy Sammy that I had, a sample of... It is a peanut butter and jelly. Smells like peanut butter. You get the taste of the jelly in there, a little bit of the peanut butter. Unbelievable. He had so many great needs there. I cannot wait to take my wife and some friends back there to experience this. It was a fun place. You can bring food to eat. Uh, again, there's bottles for sale. There's cans. They have uh, honey co- uh, like honey water that he makes as well. This is a great place. Sergio, uh, kudos to you, my friend. You have an amazing place. I am so I'm I'm actually angry at myself that I haven't been there earlier. It's literally 20 minutes from my house. Uh, I don't know why I haven't been there before. Uh, you've turned me into a mead fan, and and folks, if you think that mead is super sweet and whatever, and you might not like it, I, I am here to tell you that at this place, that's not the case. Are there some sweet things? Yes. Are there things that remind you of wine coolers and other things? Yes. But is it overly cloyingly sweet? Not in my opinion. And I'm not crazy about a lot of sweet, sweet things. I'm telling you, everything that this guy does here is fantastic. It is absolutely magical what he can do with honey. He does ship to a number of different states as well, so you can order stuff directly from his website and have it shipped to you. I'm telling you, he does an amazing job. Melvino.com is the website. We're going to get Sergio on the program very soon to talk more about mead. When we come back after a short break, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algetulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. To the Tulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970 The Answer. A little separate ways, worlds apart from Journey in the Frontiers album. I remember this particular song because we, we did it in band when I was in high school. And I remember Karen Schleifer sang lead and we had the best night. It was one of those things where you know you do the concert, the symphonic band plays. I was in the dance band. We play and we played all like contemporary type stuff. And then at the end, uh, and this was, was it 1987? I think it was 87 or 86. 87. I'm pretty sure it was 87. Nah, it could have been 86. 86. Pretty sure it was 86. And um, then we come out and do separate ways. That was awesome. It was pretty cool. Anyway, one of those memory things. You see the song, it just immediately invokes a memory where you, you see the song, you hear the song. Can't see music. Well, you can. All right. I'm not going to get into a whole music thing. I digress here. We're in the final segment of the Alcatello Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, uh, and uh, just reminiscing about old days and music and how it triggers memories. Um, let us dive into Suds and Duds. A lot to get to here. I mentioned earlier in the program that I made a trip over to Melvino Meadery uh, over in Union, and what an education I had on mead. And I will uh, I will get into it a little bit more here uh, in Suds and Duds. But let's dive into it. So. Um, Stone has finally bottled a Belgian uh, white beer. I shouldn't say finally bottled, but but really, a lot of Stone stuff over the last, let's say, ten years has been IPA forward, right? Um, and so they came out with Stone's Dayfall Belgian White. And I'm, um, uh, thank you, Lizzie from uh, Stone, who sent me a, a number of bottles of this. Boy, let me tell you something. This is a really nicely done Belgian white. The orange peel is a nice note on this. This is a nice, refreshing beer, just a complete change of pace, and uh, really appreciate appreciated uh, something a little different. Because I think we're I, – I don't want to say that I'm hazed out, but I think I am. Um, I've noticed lately that a lot of hazy beers that I'll drink, yeah, you know, I'll have one or two. And then it's it's kind of all right. I'm done with it. I need to move on to the next thing. I don't know if it's similarity in flavor. I don't know if it's just I'm tired of being overwhelmed by IPAs, and, and not that I want something lighter. I just want something different for my palate. So I, I really have to push myself to start finding other things to drink in terms of um, you know palate. You know, just flavor wise. I think that's why I've been drinking a little bit, a few more stouts lately even though we're getting to the end of stout season. But it's not, for me, it's never really the end of stout season. So uh, I think it's just different beers and different concepts. Why I love, I'm love loving sour so much because they're always the, – a lot of them are different. Some are just way too puckery. We'll get to that in a second. It's just – it's nice to have something, uh, a, a change of pace, just something a little bit different. I had a chance to check out Lions Roar Brewing over in Westfield. Uh, we were off for Good Friday, so that Thursday night, the Thursday before – uh, I decided to see if I could make a reservation because I don't want to go on the weekend. They've been busy right now, and uh, Tim and Corinne are really nice people. Uh, you really have to check out Lion's Roar. It's a cute place. They have an outdoor beer garden. The weather is getting nicer, so you definitely want to check that out. The tap room is small. I'm not going to lie to you. It is uh, socially distant, but it's a small room. It's, uh, you know, I think they were hoping for a lot of to-go uh, type of, of beers and stuff, but right now they're not filling growlers because they're a very small uh, brewery, a nano brewery. And, um, you know, they're not able to make as much beer uh, as people want to consume. But I will tell you this. The one thing that I like that Tim and Corinne have done, everything that I had there was under 5%, except for their IPA, which I think was like 6. So um, interesting that he's brewing beers that are in that 5% range, so you don't get overwhelmed by anything. First up, I had I had a sampler of we needed this. Uh, actually, well, I was checking I I'm checking him backwards. So I went with the full pour. We needed this. Uh, By Lions Road. This is a nice IPA with a decent amount of Belgian flavor in it. It's again, one of those, it looks the hazy, but it's not a hazy. Nice beer, definitely something uh, that you want to check out. Then I had his name was Finn. Um, That is their dry iris stout. This is the one beer that I wasn't crazy about. Uh, I thought it was a little too thin uh, and not dry enough. If you're going to be a dry stat, you got to be dry on the back end, like not cloyingly dry, but dry. And that's the one that I I wasn't crazy about. I mean, I finished it, don't get me wrong, but it's definitely something that I probably wouldn't go back to. Um, that was one that I was not super crazy about. Something about horses, um, which is uh, their common, what they, they call their uh, their common beer. Uh, top. It was uh, nicely done, caramel, biscuity, uh, real nice beer. Uh, again, a nice, easy sipper, and at 5%. I like that. Jackson's Amber Ale, uh, hoppy and nice. Real uh, real good pop to it. Um, definitely something refreshing and definitely something that I would enjoy. The best of the bunch that I had was the Uncle Jangis' Dunkel. Uh, cl- the clove, it's crushable. It reminds me of that, that Hefeweizen type of, uh, of beer. I really enjoyed that a lot. That was uh, an excellent beer uh, out of the four samplers that I had. And then, I, of course, I had the one full pour of the uh, we needed this. But Lions were brewing. They're doing a great job. Um, definitely want to check them out. in Westfield, New Jersey. I would encourage you to make a reservation. That's important. Uh, had a, from Treehouse. I had a whole stack of Treehouse in the fridge. Had uh, the fruit project. Coconut, honey, pineapple. Pineapple and honey, very present. Soft, smooth. Got a little bit of the coconut. I think I wanted a little bit more of that coconut in there. But the honey and the pineapple, perfect on this beer. Uh, going through my uh, four-pack of Wild East Uh, Brewing that uh, my buddy Chris Roush had given me. I had the Monopoly Strata. Well done, IPA. Good hop, nice bitterness. Um, Well done. Uh, Not overwhelming uh, on either way, and I appreciated uh, that little bit of that bitter bite there uh, on the beer at the end, which was great. Finally got a chance to crack open the Olympic tribute, the Muhammad Ali beer uh, from Source. The honey is what nails it in this beer. It is delicious. It's ever-present. And the beer is super smooth. But that honey in that beer is banging. And I, that's what I loved uh, about that particular beer. So uh, kudos to the boys from Source. Also had the uh, Apophina. This is their um, pale ale, uh, dank and bitter. I love it. I love it. It's been a while since they've done something like this. They've been doing all the hazies, which, look, I get it. Hazies is what sells, right? But this is exactly what I needed. Low ABV, got that dankness, got that bitterness in there. Awesome. Great job, guys. Love it. And, of course, portions of the program brought to you by Source Pouring. Go get your beer directly from the Source, located in Colsneck, New Jersey, right off of Route 34, right next to Delicious Orchards. Now, I was at Melvino Meadery uh, last weekend, uh, went with my buddy Greg, and boy, what an education I got. Sergio, thank you for your hospitality. You are awesome. We're going to get Sergio on the show uh, to talk more about mead, but let me tell you something. Some of this stuff that I had was unbelievable, be um, And what they do is they do pours off tap and off bottle. You can do a mix of both. You don't have to have everything off the tap or everything off bottle. So they mix it up. Now, when you get it in the bottle, it is a half pour because it's 14%. When you get it off the tap, it's about 6 or 7%. So there is a difference, and there's a reason why you get that half pour. Um, but I had a, a half pour of the Vanilla Jack, which I ended up buying a bottle of. Smooth vanilla, it slides right down. A little bit of a little hint of berry in this one. This is an excellent mead, and mead, of course, made from honey. So what he can do with these different flavors and create things is remarkable. Can't use malt. Can't use. I mean, he can use some hops, but he can't use malt in it. He can't brew it like beer because then he would be a brewery, and he doesn't have a license for that. So uh, one of the next ones that I had here was called Non Duality, and I'll be honest with you. If you put this in front of me and you said to me that this was a toasted coconut stout, I would have believed you right off the bat because the smell of it, the taste of it, I would have, 100%, I would have believed you. It was fantastic, mind-blowing that this is honey and not beer. And I think the other thing that I liked about all of these was the fact that I didn't feel bloated afterwards. Yes, I get it. Mead, honey, it's sweet. I understand that. But we're having tasters, not full pours of stuff. But I have to tell you, I love the fact that I didn't feel super bloated. Okay, and the other thing that I mentioned earlier in the show, this place is like secret. You get there and you don't even know where it is. It's right in Union, New Jersey, right off of Vauxhall Road, in a shopping center. But you got to know how to get in there. It's kind of like a speakeasy. It's pretty. It's really pretty cool. Um, Had the Bramble on. Uh, This is super berry powered. A lot of berry. uh, It's very berry forward. Uh, Easily one of my favorites. One I could drink over and over again. Uh, Definitely not too sweet either. Uh, Really, really nice. Straight Passion um, from uh, Melvino. This one tasted like a wine cooler to me. It reminded me the smell of it, the taste of it. It reminded me of days in the 80s uh, picking up Matilda Bay wine coolers. If anybody remembers Matilda Bay, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's, That's what I got. That's the memory that it invoked for me. Uh, from that one, it was delicious. Uh, the berry boku uh, liquid deliciousness, berry forward yet not sweet at all. Again, I, I you know people have this misconception of mead being super sweet. None of these were, at least in my opinion, were overly sweet. Uh, Can hear Jimmy. Nice berry and vanilla flavors works very well together. Um, had the Fa uh, Fa away, which is their um, version of an IPA. Yeah, that's right, an IPA made from honey. The moment you smell it, it smells like a New England IPA. It was fabulous, blown away. Yeah, you get that kind of wine quality on the back end of it, but let me tell you something: delicious. Uh, had their peanut butter and jelly one. You smell the peanut butter right off the bat. You taste the jelly. Uh, they have a, a like a, a they had another stout that looked like a Guinness. Fantastic. Again, I can't say enough good things about Melvino Meadery. Sergio does a great job there, and honestly, what an education. Thank you so much, Sergio, for your hospitality. We're definitely getting uh, Sergio Mutella on the show very, very soon. I had a slushy, slushy, easy for me to say, slushy sour blue raspberry by 902 Brewing. This was super soury, very puckery, um, a little bit over the top for me. I like sours. This was way over the top for me. But, you know, nonetheless, drinkable. I think I got three quarters of the glass down. to be honest with you. Uh, From the folks at Heavy Seas, they sent me a a couple of cans of Juice Cannon Lemon Meringue Pie. Solid IPA. Uh, Great lemon flavor, tart, light, uh, delicious. And then I finished it off with uh, a Vanilla Latte Java uh, by Source Brewing. This is one of those smash pours. The addition of the vanilla is what makes this beer sing. It is amazing. Smooth coffee, but that vanilla in there really gives it a wonderful flavor to it, like a cold-brewed coffee. went great with my dessert, which was apple pie. Easter, so it was an excellent beer. The guys from Source, again, like I said, doing a great job. But folks, we're out of time. My thanks to everybody involved in the show, and of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Al Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Cheers, everybody.